Welcome back, everyone, to the Slab Stocks Podcast. My name is Aaron, your host, and today is Sunday, the airing of the Last Dance Jordan documentary. I am super excited. Part one comes out at 9 p.m. Eastern time, and part two comes out at 10 p.m. Eastern time. Surely going to be some must-watch TV, especially with no sports on this uh, the last month or so. So, yeah, hope you guys are tuning in. I will definitely be tuning in. Um, follow our story on the Slab Stocks Instagram page to see all of our updates and talking about what's going on with the Jordan documentary. We're super excited. And with that, just want to provide a card market update on the Jordan cards, his rookie cards, his 90s inserts or base cards. Um, if you guys watch our three-part interview series with the Jordan experts from the industry, we covered a lot of stuff. And a lot of that stuff that we talked about has went up in price significantly since then. Um, wanted to provide a brief overview on eight different cards with the dollar amounts that they're selling for two weeks ago. Um, now today what they're worth, the PSA pop reports, just get a lot of information in there for you guys to see how these cards are moving and shaking. And um, yeah, it's crazy. There's been some 400% increases uh, since two weeks ago, April 4th, which was the day before we started releasing um, or two days before we started releasing our three-part interview series. So there's been a lot, a lot of movement, and we're going to cover it here for you. Uh, very excited. The first card I want to talk about is the 1986 Fleer Sticker Rookie PSA 9. So obviously, they grade 1 to 10 PSA. Uh, there's some 8.5s in there and some 7.5s, but I want to pick out the PSA 9. Basically, during this video, I picked out copies that I noticed uh, were selling consistently enough um, to get some sales data on them and also... You know, not just grabbing a PSA 10 that's got like one salary forever um, of the 86 rookie or 86 sticker, um, whatever you might have it. But I got the rookie PSA 9 here, the sticker. And the last three sale average right now is at $3,250. So pretty substantial uh, cost right there. On April 6th, that's the closest uh, sale I could get to April 4th, which is two weeks ago, was $2,650. So since then, in two weeks, we've had 22.64% rise in a sticker card that, as Cage, uh, Cage Lawyer, who we interviewed, Matt Worth, for The Rookie, he describes as stickers are what your sister collects. So not necessarily the most sought-after card of Jordan, but because it's from 86, because it's a Fleer sticker, uh, it still pulls in good demand, and it definitely raised the price in the last two weeks. Talking about the PSA population report of this card, it's at 1,795 um, for the total population for a PSA 9. Out of all the cards graded of the sticker, that makes up 15%. Uh, 15% of the total pop report is PSA 9s, so pretty low. It's obviously the second best grade, uh, PSA 10 being the first, so definitely pulling in some value there. But if you're looking at a PSA 9 uh, 86 Fleer regular rookie, we're talking, you know, $9,000 or a PSA 10 is 50 um, for the regular 86 Fleer. And with that, the next card on this list, and you guys will notice a trend here, we're going to go from the lowest percent increase to the highest percent increase when talking about these eight cards. The 1986 Fleer regular rookie, um, I've got the PSA 2 up there if you guys can see it. I'm going to talk about the PSA 8 here. So on April 4th, we had a sale of $3,700 for the MJ86 Fleer PSA 8. The last sale occurred on April 17th 
and was 5,250. So pretty good right there. 42% gain. Um, anytime you're investing a couple thousand dollars, you're not going to get those 200%, 300% gains. I mean, you might, which would be amazing, you know, but that's going to be over the course of a couple of years, maybe five years. Um, to get, to grab a 42% gain in two weeks on a card you spent $3,700 on is incredible. Um, getting up to 5,250 is great. And who knows, maybe this goes up to 6,000 with the documentary airing. Uh, it's going to be fun to watch. Really have no idea what's going to happen. There's already been such a big increase in Jordan cards. And I'm only going to talk about eight here. Uh, I think it's actually seven cards, but six different um, grades. I mean, sorry, eight different grades, so individual uh, cards. But it's uh, it's going to be interesting because a lot of, there's a lot more stuff than just these eight that are going going up in price. It's going to be interesting to see if it continues to go up through the documentary. Um, they're releasing two parts every Sunday for five Sundays, so it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see when the peak is. Yesterday on Instagram, I asked the daily question, and it was. When do you think the peak of MJ cards is going to be during the documentary uh, when it's airing over the five weeks? A lot of people were thinking it's already peaked right now. A lot of people were saying after the first Sunday, so today. Uh, a lot of other people were thinking towards the middle. So there, it's there's really no consensus right now uh, for when the peak of these MJ cards is going to be during the documentary. Of course, you know over the lifetime of us as collectors, we'll probably see it just keep on going like this. But for these five weeks, uh, five weeks, you know, we don't, I'm not sure what's going to happen, but it's going to be fun. Uh, back to the 86 Fleer Basketball Rookie PSA 8. There is 7,487 PSA 8s out there. That's a ton. That's 40% of the pop report is PSA 8s. Um, the MJ86 Fleer, there's like 17,000 something graded of them, just a huge amount. A very large amount. But of course, we all know that if there's large enough demand, it'll outweigh the supply and the card will still be very high in value, which is the case with this MJ card. Um, 5250 for a PSA 8, in fact. So moving on to our number three trender right now is the 1990 Fleer PSA 10. This is one of the only, I'd say, like junk uh, cards that appear on this list. Not saying that the card's junk, but the junk wax. Um, thing, you know, it's going on. Of course, some of these others on this list are also from the mid nineties, but I'm talking like this has a 2,831 PSA 10 population report for this card. And that's 19% of the cards graded. So there's like over 12,000 of these things graded or something. I guess you could go do the math, uh, divide 2,831 by 0.19 and you'll get the answer, but there's just a ton out there. And it was selling on April 4th for $150 pretty consistently between $140 and $160. And now they're selling for $300, um, you know, $295, $300, $305, right in that range. So we're looking at like an exact double up in two weeks, 100% gain in price. And this is on one of the most produced Jordan cards that actually got graded over the last, you know, however long and since it's been in production, I guess 30 years now, which is crazy to think. Um, but this one used to be a card that, I mean, it's got a sweet pose. Don't get me wrong. Uh, Jordan dunking from the front view is really great, but you know, there's a ton of them, 2,831 PSA 10s. And that's not even with people knowing that this is a $300 PSA 10. That's people thinking that's like, you know, a 75 to hundred dollar PSA 10 in the past. So very interesting aspect right there to think about is 
the amount of cards that weren't graded because these things weren't worth a ton of money. So imagine how many PSA 10s there would be if these were graded at a high rate now. It would be pretty insane to see, but who knows? Moving on to number four, we've got the 1994 Topps Finest Refractor PSA 9 without the coating on it. Now, I'm not an expert on these cards. I don't exactly know what the value difference is or what the, I guess, consumer expectation is with coding versus no coding. Um, I know that they say in the pop report, if they have coding, if they don't have coding, it's not necessarily the same exact type of card. I mean, it is the same type of card, but you can take the coding off and then grade it. And now you have two different PSA graded cards, um, not the same exact classification. So what we're talking about here is one without coding, because I was able to get good sales data on that. On March 29th, the soonest date to April 4th, one auction for $400. The last sale on April 17th was 975. So we're looking at 144% gain on this refractor. And it's a beautiful card. It's also one of the only cards I remember uh, looking at that occurred in the mid-90s, so 1994, that featured him in the in the 45, the comeback Jordan jersey. Um, you know, most of these cards are in the 23 jersey, and then you, of course you got some Wizards cards that are in the 45 or whatnot. Um, but yeah, pretty, pretty cool to see the, the 45 in there. It's unique for sure. I don't know, you know, probably not as in demand as the 93 for sure. Actually, I'm not saying probably I'm for sure saying not as in demand as the 93, but the 93 is also the first tops finest refractor ever and tops finest card ever, um, which definitely set a precedent for releases thereafter between tops Chrome and tops finest and now prison basketball optics select, uh, all that good stuff for sure came from Top's Finest. So the PSA 9 with no coding is a pop 282 right now, and that makes up 68% of the pop report. I think that there's around uh, 40 something PSA 10s right now. Uh, those definitely sell for a ton, but yeah, 144% increase for the 1994 Finest Refractor PSA 9. Beautiful card for sure. Next up on the list is the 1996 Topps Chrome Base PSA 9. Uh, if you remember the interview with House of Jordan's Chris, uh, we talked about the Topps Chrome 1996 quite a bit in there. It was the first Topps Chrome set ever. It features the Kobe Bryant rookie in there. Uh, really a great card. The PSA 9 on April 6th was selling around $240, uh, which is quite nuts. Um, to think of a card that for years and years and years was worth that much, and then on April 6th, it's worth 240. Well, now the last three sale average is 697, and it's got 190.42% gain over the last two weeks alone. 240 to 697, so let's call it 700. Um, pretty awesome to see. PSA 9 pop on that is 344. So not, not a crazy amount out there, uh, PSA graded. It makes up 69% of the population report, which sits right at around 500. So there really isn't that many graded out there by PSA. Uh, maybe people are going to start grading them as the documentary airs and they start to realize how expensive the card is getting. Maybe PSA 9s, there's more that come along. But right now, what we know is 344 pop and there's a $700 sales average and it's up 190% over the last two weeks, uh, which is you know just as crazy as the rest of these cards. But we'll see more coming along here. Next up is the 1993 Topps Finest PSA 10. Talked about this one with Chris as well. Um, just talked about 1993 earlier with the 1994 we were discussing. 
but this was really the first chrome card that was made definitely has a lot of demand 983 sales average re uh right now is the value on april 1st this thing was selling for 275 dollars so we're looking at 258 percent increase over the last two weeks on the psa 10 um quite incredible the pop it's a pop 385 psa 10 that makes up 22 percent of the population report um so definitely a tough grade not not easy grade by any means for being a chrome card and something to note on these is that they green a lot meaning that the card literally looks green michael jordan looks like the hulk um so be careful that if you're looking to buy don't overspend on a super green one um if you're going to overspend make sure you're getting one with really good color and yeah that's what i got to say about that and the next card actually is the same as that card but it's the psa 9 which is funny because if you remember our discussion about PSA 10s versus PSA 9s, uh, two YouTube videos ago, definitely go check that out if you have not yet. The the 1993 finest base PSA 9 has went up almost 400% since two weeks ago. That's 150% more than the finest base PSA 10. They were selling at $72 on April 4th, and now they're averaging $358, which, you know, that's crazy. They're They're going up so fast. And the PSA 9 pop, it's 60% of the population report. It looks like I forgot to write down what the actual pop was. Um, but yeah, I guess it's 60% of the population report. So if you go to psacard.com, you can uh, see how many PSA 9s there are. Uh, I'm just going to guess. I think it's around 1,000 though. And then the last card on the list is, I'm sure that you all know it. We were sending it out in our buy it now or best offer emails, um, right around when we were dropping the interviews, we were definitely trying to hook some people up on some Jordan cards. And after talking with Chris at House of Jordans in the interview, he was like, man, the 1997 Metal Universe base card, it's the base of the PMG red and green, super rare, super expensive cards. Uh, this is the only other variation slash parallel of that card. He was like, this is gonna get a lot of demand. It's from the 1997 season that uh, the documentary is airing on and it's just an amazing looking base card there's not that many grade by psa the psa 9 is a pop 283 and that's 36 percent of the pop report it, the psa 10 is around uh 88 and then i'm sure that's around 750 to 800 total pop but yeah just not that many out there in terms of graded by psa and it's went up 400 over the last two weeks we sent out emails on April 4th and April 5th. On April 4th, we sent out a PSA 9 for a $260 buy-in now. On April 5th, we sent out a BGS 9 for a $250 buy-in now. Both of them sold right away. And now today, the PSA 9 is selling between $1,250 and $1,350. Uh, that's $1,250, which is crazy. It's went up 400% uh, over the last two weeks. And congrats to the email subscribers on the slab stocks daily investment newsletter that got these um, definitely going to be flipping them i'm sure during the documentary uh taking their profit and probably going to invest in luca or something but really really a great idea there was to buy those and then flip them and if you are looking to receive those daily investment newsletters be sure to go to slabstocks.com put in your email and then you'll start receiving them right away now we just talked about eight different cards that have gone up in price quite substantially since the last two weeks. Um, I've gotten a lot of DMs, a lot of comments on Instagram. What is going to happen now? 
this market has went up very, very fast. A lot of it that is going up at these really ridiculous percents is the one, stuff that was pretty cheap and the base stuff. Um, the stuff that is easy to acquire, it's it's just easy for people to get into, to buy. Um, what's going to happen? It's probably exactly what I said with the LeBron market. I'd caution buying some of these PSA 9 base cards that were worth, you know, 30 bucks two we- or a month, two weeks a month ago. Now they're worth like 150 to 200. Um, now is the time to be selling those, not buying them. Now I will say this, that is if you are an investor only and all you care about is wanting to buy and sell and get more profit, invest in more cards. If you are a collector though, you, if you want to keep them, keep them. You know, if you want a nice Jordan piece in your collection, don't, don't worry about if you're going to, you know, lose $30 on your purchase or something. Um, but if you're an investor, be sure to be selling those cards you were buying that have, you know, multiplied by five or more in value. Um, now is the time to cash in. And another recommendation is if you have non-graded Jordan cards, uh, ones that sell between like 25 and 50 bucks that you don't have graded right now, I would recommend to get those graded by Clay Cards. Um, at Clay Cards on Instagram, he will take the cards for you. He will look them over. He will assess them. He will let you know what he thinks that they're going to grade. He will, you know, send you your total and this and that. He will fill out all the paperwork, send it to PSA for you, and then you'll get them back. It's a 45-day submission. I would recommend doing that before selling them non-graded. I am very confident that if they are in good condition, I'm not talking about like PSA 6 or PSA 7, but if they're 8 to 10s, obviously if they're 10, send them in. But if they're between an 8 and a 10, you will probably net more money in, let's say, four months than you would today selling them non-graded during the documentary. So just take the time to grade them if you have them. Um, if you collect and you just want to keep your cards and don't sell them, then do it. You know, I've got a huge personal collection. I've got tons of Yelich and Keston here stuff that's not going to get sold. But, I mean, you know, do it, do it, do what you feel is best during this Jordan documentary. If it's you're going for profit, then sell right now. Get that profit. You know, you might miss out on the peak. Let's say that the peak lands on the second Sunday and not the first. You know, maybe you miss out on $50, but it's not the end of the world. You probably made like four times your money. So let's just be happy with the drone documentary coming out today. Um, very excited to watch it. Finally looking forward to something new I haven't seen before. They said it's a lot of unseen footage uh, from the 97 season. A lot of interviews going down with uh, other athletes that played against Jordan or teammates. I'm very excited to see it. I hope you guys are too. And I hope you guys enjoyed this Jordan market recap over the last two weeks. It's been very fun to track. I hope you guys enjoyed our MJ week on YouTube and on Instagram. Um, It was definitely one of the best weeks or most fun weeks I've had of creating content. Uh, Very, very fun. Very fun to interview the uh the experts in the industry and yeah i hope you guys can go check those out if you haven't yet go back a couple youtube videos we interviewed three different people and i hope you guys enjoy the documentary tonight i will be watching and i'll talk to you guys next time